Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Why Are You Still Listening to This? Because there are like a hundred other podcasts that you could be listening to, but you've decided to listen to this one, so I thank you. Also, I'm not going to record on my um, laptop or my phone's voice memo app anymore because I always feel like I tend to ramble on over things that are unnecessary and this 30 minute time limit 30 minute did I say minute or limit 30 minute time limit makes things a lot easier for me also mind you I do not have a professional mic so I'm using my earphones the mic attached to my earphone if you're an audiophile, do not hate me. I'm very sorry. Um, also, I just recorded a, an episode not too long ago from this. And my throat's a bit dry, so I'm sorry if I start sounding like I have a vocal fry because I'm really trying not to raise my voice. It's 11.41 at night. And I have a flatmate that is literally 10 meters, 5 to 10 meters, no, 3 meters, what am I say? 3 meters away from me, a very tall man away from me. No, he's not very tall, as in the distance between our rooms. It's probably, if you were to lay like a really tall man flat on the, on the ground, maybe like 6 to 7 feet away. Which is really scary, like he's right next to me. Also, speaking of being right next to me, the toilet is wedged between our two rooms. And so, if you know me, I have undiagnosed IBS. I'm just kidding. I am obsessed with um, diagnosing myself with all these problems. Which, you know, could be a problem, but I won't be talking about that. This is a bit TMI, but I go to the toilet a lot. By toilet, I mean number two. I mean, I take fat shits in the toilet every time. And I I feel like every time I take a shit, he can hear me really loudly. Because I can hear him piss, and he pisses loud as fuck. It's like, if you've ever heard that one audio on TikTok, again, I always mention TikTok. But there's this one audio of this person going... Then, like, you piss loud as fuck, like, it's, like, frying chicken. Of course, like, this is not verbatim, but the person's pretty much saying that you piss loud as fuck, it's, like, you're frying chicken. And, personally, it does sound like he's frying fucking chicken in there, which concerns me, because who the fuck, like, why do guys piss so loud? Uh, okay, not guys, people that stand up peeing, they pee loud as fuck. Why is that? Why can't you just sit on the toilet and just take a piss? Anyway, I'm getting a, kind of out of topic right now. Um, I've decided that for this episode, I'm going to be talking about the art of impulsivity, which might not be very exciting for you, but I feel like being impulsive this year has taught me a lot. And I might get a bit philosophical as if I know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? I don't know any philosophies about being impulsive. I am not 
I don't care about philosophy. I don't study it. I only took one general course about philosophy and I nearly failed it. So I'm no expert. But I'm in my own head a lot. And so I start thinking about a lot of things and then I can't stop. So if you don't know me very well, I may come across as someone that's quite happy and I may seem quite confident to you and that I kind of just do whatever I please. I feel like at least that's kind of what I think I seem like to other people. I might be wrong. I don't really know. But all my life, um, pe- some people might know this, but I've been very, very deathly afraid of needles. Um, and I can't remember if I talked about this in the previous episode. If I do, I'm so sorry. But I am so afraid of needles. Um, always have been. I still am. Uh, and with the whole being scared of needles, my mom, as a very young girl, like she would always warn my sister and I never, ever, ever to get piercings, even ear piercings, which to this day, like I think is very weird because I don't really know anyone's mom who doesn't, sorry, I kind of got quiet there because my flatmate just went into the toilet. And if he starts peeing right now, and if you can fucking hear it, I'm actually going to lose my shit. So, anyway. (laughs) My mom has always warned us to never ever pierce our ears because of some superstition that when you pierce your ears, because the thickness of your lobe represents how wealthy you are, And sorry if you hear any shuffling noises. I just put a blanket over my head because I didn't want him to hear me talk to myself. (laughs) But um, it's probably too late now. Okay, he just went into his room. Thank God. So she always told us never to get ears pierced. And she would always tell us this particular like horror story that she had as a kid saying that, oh, you know, I want it to be I may, which in Chinese, I may literally translates like a poor translation is loving to be beautiful. So essentially, wanting to look pretty. I don't know why I said it like that, but she told us that at a very young age, when she wanted to get her ears pierced, she snuck away to somewhere and the lady that pierced her ear apparently rubbed ginger over it as a means to reduce the pain, which now that I think about it, makes zero sense. And she used a needle and just pushed it into her ear and apparently she fainted. I don't know how much of that is true anymore, but then she got a whooping from my grandma. And um, yeah, and she always just repeated that story to us all the time as kids. And my grandma, my late grandma, would always say, oh, you know, we had a relative that got her ear pierced and it infected it so badly that the skin across her chin, like a strap of skin across her cheekbone, got so stiff that she couldn't really move her mouth. Which, 
I don't really think makes much sense anymore, but that made me deathly afraid, and I get nightmares as a kid um, of getting my ears pierced, and I would always tell my mom, I was like, I swear to God, I swear to whoever, I will never, ever get my ears pierced, I will never get a tattoo, because I am a good girl, and I listen to my parents, mainly my mom, because I'm a people pleaser, and I didn't want her to be angry at me. But then, last year, I don't know what happened. I just had the strongest urge to get my ears pierced because literally everyone around me has their ears pierced. My own sister got her ears pierced. My mom got really upset. And um, so I thought, you know, since we were in lockdown and my grades were pretty good, I told my parents, look, if I got straight A's, I will pierce my ears. I don't really care what you say because getting straight A's is almost like unheard of for me. So if I get all A's, I'll get my ears pierced. And they reluctantly agreed. My dad doesn't really care. But then I did get straight A's and then I got my ears pierced and my mom got really upset even though I had the right to do that. And prior to me getting my ears pierced, I secretly got my very first tattoo behind their backs. But I told my dad immediately the night of getting it because I knew that he wouldn't really care. He doesn't really care about that stuff. It's mainly my mom because she's really superstitious and that's why I am too, to this day. And then my mom found out about it one day and she got really upset. And I don't know, just something about the act of getting a tattoo was just so liberating. If you've seen my arm before, you'll know that I have this tattoo of two hearts holding hands. And that is my very first stick and poke tattoo that I got behind my mom's back. And ever since I got that tattoo, I like literally could not stop thinking of getting another one. And so the throughout since like the start of last year until around I wanna say I got this second tattoo around March or April, like I just kept wanting another one. And at the time when I got this second tattoo um i basically kind of got really upset at this guy that i wasn't even seeing to be honest like we were just friends but my emotions took over my brain and i just kind of fucked up and um i got really upset and so i impulsively got this tattoo because i wanted to feel some pain which i know might sound like a really expensive coping mechanism but it works for me. But this tattoo was really expensive. It was around two hundred dollars. But I was also, it was also like one of the most, not to say bougie areas in town. But it's like where all the rich white people stay now. It's like a gentrified neighborhood. And it's a tattoo of this old telephone with a dog face on it. To be honest, the lining is a bit, like, the line art is a bit thick, which I don't really like anymore, but I don't hate it because every time I see this tattoo, I think of my dad's old phone that he had in his office. And if there's something about me that you have to know is I don't like putting meaning behind tattoos. I find that really stupid, and um, I don't like sharing what these tattoos actually mean. And even though I tell myself that I don't want to get it, 
I mean, I'm just going to get something that doesn't really carry a meaning behind it. Like, who am I lying to? Obviously, I'm going to get something that at least reminds me of something in my life. And so that's what I got. Very expensive. Um, also a really awkward placement on my arm because I can't really hide it. And I don't think a lot of people like it because every time they see my arm, they're like, I love the hot one. And I'm like, what about the phone? And they just kind of go silent. But you know, I don't really care because it's on my arm and I like it. But then after that, um, I did something that I would not have imagined in a million years that I would have done. So, yeah, I'm definitely afraid of needles. But for some reason, like this part of me was just really compelled to do something to my body besides a tattoo which obviously would have been a piercing. And I've been eyeing nose piercings for a very long time now. Very long time, meaning probably like two or three years, which is not very long. But I know that if my mom or my dad saw that I had one, they would immediately disown, probably not disown me, but they'd get really upset with me and probably won't talk to me for a while. And so my brain thought that the best thing to do was to get a septum piercing um for no reason i just woke up one day was like okay i'll get my septum pierced booked in didn't really tell anyone about it walked into the salon i mean salon the tattoo parlor which is a tattooed heart by the way i love that place the lady is the best her name is jess i'm pretty sure walked in and just got my nose pierced alone which to be honest like that was also a really big achievement for me getting a piercing alone and my two tattoos that I've gotten in New Zealand I also got them alone um and there's just something so therapeutic about that that I don't have someone else there to cloud my judgment because I'm too scared of what other people think of me so I just thought, why not? I'll just do it alone. And so I got my septum pierced. And I ever since then, I've just really been obsessed with it. It's one of the f- my favorite things that I've done to my body. You know, I haven't really done anything. But I love it so, so, so much. And every time I call my parents, I just flip it up. And I've shown people how to flip it up and like they always seem really amused. So it's like a cool party trick. It's not really if you have a seven piercing, but I don't know, people just seem to be impressed or they just seem really amused. And to this day my parents don't know anything about it at all. And after I got this septum, a few months afterwards, I got my third tattoo, which is a seesaw at the bottom of my right chest my right chest my right boob on the right side of my chest around my waist and this hurt like a bitch if I have to be honest um because the placement was just honestly it hurts so bad but I love it so 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 much because I forget that it's there sometimes until I look at myself in the mirror when I just got out of the shower and I'm like, oh, I do have a tattoo at the bottom of my boob. 
And I know you're kind of thinking, like, what what point is she trying to make here? But with being so impulsive with my decisions that I make on my body, I kind of feel like I don't treat life as seriously as I did before. And I don't know if this helps other people, but because the things that I've done to myself, like permanently get, getting something permanently inked onto me, which will probably still be there when I'm 50, if I'm even still around, it's just not much of not much thought has been put into my decisions of wanting to modify the way I look. And that's just because I just kind of see myself as like a bag of bones and like skin and um is okay before i before i use this word i'm just gonna fact check yeah i'm a sent i'm a sentient being with skin and bones and a brain in my head and i know it might seem really weird to think of oneself like that but it's just once you start kind of at least for me like once i started started getting tattoos i stopped thinking about life as if it's like kind of like an impending doom like something really bad is waiting for me at the end and, and even though like yeah i've shared with my friends like how i overthink a lot and i think that you know nothing's think what's gonna happen to me blah 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 but Getting these tattoos kind of made me realize that everything in life is temporary, which is really ironic because obviously when you're getting a tattoo, you know that's going to be permanently on you. And the irony is that I learned that life is really just, I don't know, it's just kind of like an ongoing TV series. It sounds really stupid, but like, the plot always changes, a few things happen to you, and like, you can literally do whatever, so you can't take it too seriously, and like, everything's temporary because anything can change at any given moment, like with COVID, for example, I feel like every time I talk about something, I always just relate it back to COVID, there's something wrong, I mean, obviously not something wrong, because that's what everyone talks about nowadays, ever since it happened like a year ago, but yeah it's just you can't really you can't really be too hesitant or like think too much about a decision because even if something goes wrong you can always just kind of pick yourself up and like wasn't i feel like that's a lyric from a song you can dust yourself off your feet and just kind of start anew even though you might be starting on square one and also, tattoos look really cool. Even though my phone one is kind of itchy right now, I don't really know what's wrong with it. But um, yeah, just get the tattoo if you want. <laughs> get the piercing. Also, like if you can and if it's safe, which obviously I don't think it is, talk to strangers. And I don't mean talk to strangers in that omegle sense, like you're on line and you have that barrier between yourself and another person um 
I mean literally talk to someone next to you. I, you know, I feel like I'm starting to sound like one of those uh, life motivation coaches. But I think, and this is, I don't know why this kind of relates, but ever since I started getting more tattoos, I've been more confident in being able to put myself out there. As in talking to someone that might be sitting across from me, making small talk. Like for some reason, I'm really good at small talk now. And if you told me that a year ago, maybe two years ago, I would not have believed you. But I can talk a lot of shit now, which I guess is always a plus. But yeah, like being impulsive has its benefits, but also when I say like the art of being impulsive, there are its consequences. So it just depends on what you're being impulsive on. And I don't mean like jumping off a cliff because you think it's fun at that moment in time. I don't mean like putting yourself in danger, like doing like intravenous drugs, but just because you felt like it at the time. I mean, just doing something that's harmless but might set off like a butterfly effect but then again like so many things in life do that anyways so yeah just like take that first leap like don't be scared because you never really know where it leads you and um yeah i think that's pretty much it for this episode i'm my throat's feeling really sore right now and i hope that the audio quality is not terrible but um, this time, I will recommend a movie to watch, maybe. Um, let me think. What movie could I recommend? Hmm. Okay. Um, this might be a bit questionable but I watch a lot of anime and this film is called uh, Dokyusei which means classmate I'm pretty sure in Japanese and it's a it's like a gay film um, and it's one of the few anime out there that doesn't sexualize gay men um, and it's really really wholesome and is quite a very like a decent depiction um, of I guess a couple in high school I'd say it's not too bad I, I if you want to check something out that doesn't really take up too much of your time I highly recommend that and um, yeah thanks for listening and I hope you have a good you know, rest of your day or afternoon or evening or night. Bye.